Good morning, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Healing Your Codependency. I'm Marshall Berkshire, and I'm your guide in deliberating yourself from codependency so you can go on in your life to create the joy, the peace, the relief, the whatever you want, honestly, because that's what it's about. Yeah, we we leave codependency in order to create something bigger for ourselves. And that can be just something like, hey, at least I have peace in my life now. I have sanity, right? Those kind of things. So here to assist you in accomplishing and experiencing life beyond codependency. Today, we're going to jump into the essential series again. We're doing number three, which is about, uh, it's about the necessity of believing the legitimacy of your emotions. So if you doubt that your emotions are real, valid, or that they matter, I'm going to show you what to do about it. I'm going to show you why we think that way and then give you a process, a tool that can help you accomplish this that comes from my my codependency healing system and the essential codependency healing trainings that I teach. So we're going to jump into that today. Before we do that, I'm going to shoot this over to the Facebook group. So if you're looking for additional guidance and support in your healing and in your freedom from codependency, come join us in the community it's on facebook and the link is above above on facebook below on youtube and if you're listening via youtube hit that subscribe button hit that like button and let me know your guys's thoughts in the comments below okay it's shared let's do this so a lot of times well most of the time in our experience growing up or within a toxic or unhealthy relationship our emotions are denied they are dismissed, they are questioned, they are pushed away, they are like, well, not my problem, they are um, ignored, they are invalidated, you shouldn't feel that way, or why do you feel that way, why are you so sensitive, things like that. And if we grew up in a family unit or a culture or both, or we had a profound um, relationship with someone who was coming who is approaching us with these unhealthy behaviors and perspectives we may have internalized a belief that our emotions are intrinsically wrong bad incorrect uh, that they they shouldn't be acknowledged they don't have information we shouldn't be um we, we need to fix them we need to change them especially so we don't upset the other person anymore so that we can please them, so we can conform to whatever the expectation is, as well as internally, we don't want to feel the pain. We don't want to feel the gaslighting impact that we're going through. And we're wrestling with this sense of being crazy. So let me know if that's making sense to you and comment below. But this is what's going on here, is when we are perpetually told that what we feel is wrong, what we feel doesn't matter, what we feel should be different, then we begin to doubt ourselves. We begin to doubt our emotions, what they mean, what the information and signals they're giving us. And we begin to absorb this idea that we should be different and we have to fix ourselves. This leads to deep emotional harm for us because now we're becoming disconnected from one of our primary sources of insight and information, our emotional experience. And if we don't believe that our emotions are real and valid, then we're not gonna believe that our lived experience is real. We're not going to believe that we can trust our own perceptions and then gain more information from that perspective and go, okay, this is what I'm feeling. This is what's happening. And I want to talk about it. <coughs> We're not going to have access to our boundaries. We're not going to know what we need <coughs> and what we want in our life. 
we're not going to be able to um, advocate for ourselves because we don't think we have a legitimacy, a validity behind that. We think that we have to have permission to feel a certain way. I see this a lot in the work we do with our sense of worth because our sense of worth is an emotional state. It's a, it's a somatic state, right? And if we don't believe we have permission to feel a certain way, then we're going to deny what we feel. So if I start feeling uh, warm and, and, and worthy and whole and complete and and courageous and I'm like well my and my brain's like mm -mm, we've been told not to feel that because we haven't met the status quo we haven't met the expectations that somebody else thinks makes that happen we're going to shut it down we're like that's not valid that's not real I can't trust that I shouldn't feel that way this pits us against ourselves in a profound area of going okay what what do I feel is it valid and then hey I, I got to feel differently. So we shut down our anger. We shut. We often maximize our shame and our guilt because those things are what other people expect us to feel in response to uh, their uh, perspectives. We shut down our access to love, to play, to the soft uh, the soft senses where we're able to sense into warmth and presence. We become very trapped in this experience of trying to conform and shape ourselves emotionally to please someone else or to at least avoid more harm. So we lose contact with ourself. We lose contact with our internal compass, our intuition, our creativity. So Robin says here, and so much of the healing industry reinforces that idea that something is wrong with us and how we feel. Yeah, it does. It does. It did to me. I had to be positive vibes only. You know, if you're not positive vibes you're not going to get what you want they 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 pathologize they demonize and they shame the broad emotional spectrum and then they they pedestalize and elevate very specific emotional states saying that that's what you got to be if you want to get what you want which is a threat in itself because oh i can't have that because i'm here so now there's something wrong with me i gotta go fix I never get, will get there because guess what? Human beings have a huge spectrum of emotion we flow through, sometimes minute by minute, day by day. So in my work, and this is how we get out of this trap of delegitimized emotion. We do the opposite. We legitimize it. So legitimization in my work means making your emotion real and valid to you. Making your lived experience real and valid to you. Your needs real and valid to you. Your wants, real and valid to you. And this, this emphasis on to you is deliberate. Because in codependency, we seek, we seek permission, we seek um, validation externally from people, places, and things around us. Should I feel this way? Is what I'm feeling real? Is this the right way to feel? Things like that. We are implicitly granting other people authority over our feeling state. So they're determining what's real for us. Our work in healing codependency is to become sovereign. And sovereign means I possess my own personal authority, my own personal uh, power, and my own personal autonomy. That means what I feel, what I experience is real and valid because it's what I've experienced. Period. 
So these things don't have to be questioned. Instead, they can we can have inquiry into what they're trying to tell us, what they're informing us about. Rather than going, is this real and valid? It's more like, what are you trying to tell me? What are you what are you indicating to me here, emotion? And usually emotions are expressions of internal parts of ourselves that have a need, that have a want, and are trying to get our attention with that emotional signal. That's the premise of legitimization. Legitimization assumes that all that we feel and experience is real and valid, and then if it's real and valid to us, then we can heal, we can grow, we can understand what our emotions are trying to tell us. Because healing is not, oh, getting rid of an emotion permanently. Healing is understanding what the emotion is communicating to us and then responding to it in a way that helps nurture its need, its care, whatever it might be wrestling with, by affecting both the environment we're in externally and how we respond to it internally. So we don't have to fight our emotions anymore. Instead, we welcome them in. So in the codependency healing system and the essential codependency healing trainings, I teach this practice called ALI, which stands for Acknowledge, Legitimize, and Integrate. And acknowledgement is, hey, it's here. I'm sensing something. Something's in my awareness. There's this sensation in my body. Oh, it might be this emotion. We can give it a name. We can, If we're really attuned to our physical sense, we can describe its characteristics. If we, if we don't have that attunement or that's not how our brain interprets emotions, that's fine because we can go like, I've got this thing here and here's what it's like for me. And then we move to legitimization, which means I treat this as real and valid. So the way that is done is usually in a verbal statement first, which says, what I am feeling is here and I accept it. It's real and valid to me. Of course I'm feeling this anxiety. <laughs> I'm in an anxious situation. Of course I feel burned out. I've constantly had to try to survive. Oh, I've got shame coming up. Yeah, of course I do. I've been shamed for the thing that I'm referencing in my mind or that I've experienced. wonder what else is possible there. So we can expand our emotional experience by first acknowledging and legitimizing what we feel and then opening it up to, hey, what else am I aware of? Or what else can I feel in this thing? Because we have a right to determine what we feel and connect with it and care for it and then see what else is beyond it. Because a lot of times we have more emotions about an experience or a concept or an idea than just one. Sometimes we have shame and excitement. Sometimes we have fear and enthusiasm. Sometimes we have more than two. We have three or four. And with legitimization, it allows us to start acknowledging what's there and bringing it in and caring for it. Because when it's real and valid, then I can listen to it. I can receive it and care. I was like, what are you trying to tell me here? Oh, I need some safety. What does that safety look like for me? Ah, oh, it would mean a little more space from that situation. Or it might mean, hey... I really make this very significant for me. What would it feel like if I removed some of the significance from it? There's all sorts of things that can start to talk and inform you about what you need. All because you said, hey, what I'm feeling is real and valid to me. I need to understand it. 
So that's ALI, the I statement, and that stands for integration, which is really about acknowledging the shift we feel after we legitimize it and letting that become our new normal. Because usually what happens is, hey, I, this is real and valid to me. Of course I'm feeling this. Look at what I'm going through. Or of course I'm feeling this. It's real and valid to me, and I, I care about it. It's valid, and it's, it's important to me. It matters to me. That usually takes the edge off the emotion, brings us a little more space in our, our window of tolerance, and then we can, we, we often relax a little bit. We let that integrate. It's like, oh, yeah, this is okay to feel too. This is valid and real too. And that allows us to have this kind of connection with ourselves. This further empowers us to understand how other people are relating to us. Because people with a high level of emotional maturity are going to be, have capacity and willingness to recognize our emotional states and maybe even state it towards, hey, I see you're feeling this way, am I on target there? And then they'll care about it. They'll care with you about what's coming on, what, what you're feeling, what's, what you're experiencing in that. And that builds connection, that builds intimacy, that builds trust. It builds repair because when maybe when I'm hurt and person B is hurt, we can both acknowledge, hey, we're both hurting in this thing. This is a scary thing for us. And we can connect in our pain about the thing that we're experiencing between each other. We don't get there if we don't believe our emotions are intrinsically legitimate. They're not valid and real to us. Further, we can't identify our boundaries. We don't know what's real. So we can't say, no, I don't want this. We can't say yes to things that we want. Because boundaries are a lot of times somatic. They're like, no, this hurts, or no, I don't want that. I mean, desires are a sensation, not a, a mental thought. It's, a, it's a, a yearning, a hunger in the body. Oh, I would like that thing. I want my cookie, or whatever it is. And if we're not attuned to ourselves emotionally, we can't hear that. We can't hear our intuitive signals that say something's off here. We need we need to pay attention. Or, hey, the intuitive signal says jump, take this leap, this is cool, let's go this direction. Our voice is in our body, our true voice. The voice that guides us, that leads us into purpose, leads us into our directions, uh, our leads our direction into purpose, rather, and connects us with things that are fulfilling for us. If we're not listening to our emotional states, inquiring about what they're trying to communicate to us, we won't hear that voice either. So building emotional safety requires us to treat our emotions as real and valid all the time. Now, sometimes we can have emotional reactions to a person, place, or thing that don't necessarily make sense to the current context we're experiencing. That's what people typically call trigger. I call them activations. So we get activated towards a thing. That doesn't mean the vet, and it doesn't make sense to the situation. Like, oh, I'm really scared uh, now or, or really want to withdraw and, and run away from this person who's being really kind to me and has been consistently kind and they take ownership and they change and they take accountability and things like that. When those kind of things happen, where there's an incongruence between what we feel and what we're experiencing, from you know reality versus what we're feeling, that's a place for care. That doesn't mean the emotion is invalid. That means the emotion's valid, but it's not necessarily relevant to the current context. It does mean that some aspect, some element in the current context, 
is activating that emotion. It's like, oh, I'm in a relationship that's growing an intimacy with a person, and that's scary to me. So my attachment anxiety flares up. Oh, now we're going to bring in care there. We're going to be kind. So of course I'm feeling this way. I haven't had secure attachment my entire life, and I'm growing closer and closer with this person emotionally. And yeah, it's scary. Of course it's scary. I've been hurt. I've been betrayed. And what else is possible now? What else am I aware of now? This is how we care for ourselves 100% of the time. So we always bring it in. Oh, hey, I see you. I love you. Welcome. And we do this with our with the emotions we have about our emotions. Hey, I don't like the way I feel. Bring that in too. Mm, I don't like this shame. Bring in, oh, I don't like the shame. Welcome. I don't like the fear. I want to get rid of it. Yeah, of course. It's not comfortable. It's painful. It's scary. Let's bring that in too. Because legitimization isn't applied just to one thing and not another emotional state. It's applied to all of them. And that brings us deep connection to ourselves, builds strong emotional safety with ourselves. Because now we don't need someone else to believe our feelings for us. We believe our feelings for us. And then we can, clear, we can respond to reality based on our own clarity. That's what we do there. So that's today's episode, my friends. Thank you for being here. As a reminder, the Essential Codependency Healing Trainings, the enrollment for that is open for the March 12th live class start. Uh, it's eight weeks long, starting March 12th, ends May, uh, May 7th, I believe, because we have a break week in, in April. But you're going to learn how to do ALI. You're going to learn how to build nervous system capacity. You're going to learn the origin of codependency and how to discern it for yourself. You're going to learn the eight, the essential components and practices of the eight factors. The eight factors are safety, sanity, sovereignty, trusting yourself, knowing, loving, and being who you are, and relating safely. You're going to learn how to do those things in this eight-week course. Link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. Come and join us, and let's get your freedom growing in your life from codependency. You're welcome, Fabiana. Thank you guys for being here. I know it's kind of a rough episode, at least in my mind it was. Because <laughs> it's just, I kind of, it came into my mind, let's do this today, and then literally five minutes later I'm here. So apologize if it's a little bumpy. Go gently with yourselves. I will see you guys next week for our next episode. Have a safe weekend.